this is an Olympic special here on Balls of the and that's because Ireland have won a gold medal at the Tokyo Olympics, only our 10th gold medal in history. The second medal for Paulo Donovan, he won a gold with Fintan McCarthy in the uh, rowing last night. I'm delighted to say joining us today is uh, Kieran McCarthy, ed- sports editor of the Southern Star, of course, author of Something in the Water, uh, how uh, the Skibbereen Rowing Club ca- uh, conquered the world. Uh, Kieran, this is uh, this is an event that's so close to your heart and a group of people that are so close to your heart. It's, uh, what are we looking at, half two now in the day? It happened uh, about 13 hours ago. First question, have you been to bed yet? Not yet, no. The plan is to try and get to bed at some stage tonight. It's it's two nights in a row now with very little sleep. No sleep last night and an hour or two the night before. So I'm running on fumes right now, but it's also adrenaline because wow, what an amazing morning it was. It was it was just unbelievable. There's the two boys there. Uh, just the co- whole country so proud of them. I can only imagine how much West Cork is proud of them. Um, let's not forget as well that this is the second medal um, won uh, in rowing in two days. Um, the women's fours, which includes Emily Hegarty from your from your neck of the woods. I believe a relation of Paul actually is she. And um, you know, uh, so an unbelievable thing in general. You wrote this book uh, a couple of years ago um, about the Skibbereen Rowing Club and how they'd conquered the world. Obviously, we've had world champions before, but last night they truly did conquer the world. Tell us a little bit about, just for the for the uninitiated, we all know a little bit, everybody remembers the O'Donovans in, in, in 2016, but for a lot of us here in rowing, kind of, it, it, it comes around every four years or five years in, the, in this regard, and we know we have this exceptional group of people at the moment but I suppose you dug into it in a way that nobody else has what the what's the what's the kind of top line story of what of what's happened in the last I don't know 10 years I suppose so is this on Skibbereen Rowing Club itself or rowing in general? If we're looking at, well, I suppose, yeah, I suppose, I suppose Skibbereen Rowing Club, and then I suppose mm-hmm. that that's the catalyst for an overall picture of rowing in the country, really, isn't it? A hundred percent. I think you can trace so much of Ireland's rowing success now back to what happened in Rio five years ago when Gary and Paul won that Olympic silver medal. That was Ireland's first ever rowing Olympic medal. And that was a huge flag in the ground moment because they broke the glass ceiling. They showed that Irish rowers are good enough to win olympic medals and what's followed after that can be directly linked back to that august 12 2016 i can remember exactly where i was that day when gary and paul and uh, finished second to the to the french crew it was actually at a, at a friend's wedding uh, down in carsavina we didn't go to the church we skipped the church to watch the to watch the to watch the a final but it, but it was well worth it and that day in skibbereen there's a bar in town called the paragon bar Fintan McCarthy was inside there just watching the race. He was watching the race. He was 19 years old at the time. And I was chatting to Fintan after. And um, I said, what do you think of that? And he goes, yeah, brilliant. He goes, it was great to see two fellas from my club who train on the sa- in the same boat, follow the same program on the same river, use the same weights, they had the same coach, and they have won an Olympic medal. And he said, if they can do it, why, why can't I do it? And now five years on, Finton was in that boat with Paul. So um, it's just an incredible story. But that silver medal in 2016, like I said, it showed Irish rowers can medal at, at the big, at, at the top level. And that changed the culture almost um, in Irish rowing because all of a sudden, Irish rowers believed, okay, if, if, if we buy into the system that rowing Ireland have, and if we commit to it and we give it all, they've shown that they can, that we can win Olympic medals. And look at us here now, two Olympic medals this week. So Irish rowing is really on an upward curve. Um, 
the lightweights have been doing it for the last couple of years. It's great to see the women's four as a heavyweight crew and you see them win an Olympic medal, a bronze on, 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 on Wednesday morning. Like that's that's a really important moment too because that's Ireland's first ever women's Olympic gold medal and that's mm. a really important one. Absolutely, yeah. It's been amazing. I think one of the things that struck me last night, uh, Kieran, was that this is a, a, a crew that were gone in there as favourites. They were the best in the world, world champions, the world record in the uh, in, in, in the heats. And they went and did the business. And it's like it's such an un-Irish thing in a way of being the, the absolute best at the game. We've had medals before. We've had people come through and sometimes we pluck the underdogs. Kate Taylor's the only one that, that jumps to mind as somebody who was expected to do it. And because she was expected to do it, the weight of the world was on her shoulders and she was so impressive like what are we talking about nine years ago now getting through that but i mean the pressure got to her she wasn't at her absolute best paula donovan of McCarthy, the flatness of their speed all the way through the race yesterday they never blinked once and they just kept it going and they 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 ran their race to perfection and in the end they did exactly what they were supposed to do i think that's the most impressive thing to me i 100 percent agree with you if you're looking at the very top sports people i suppose it's the technical ability it's their physical strength but it's the mental aspect that can really make the difference and when you're talking about paul and finton they went into this olympic games as odds on favor to win gold they went in as world champions european champions not alone were the eyes of ireland on them but the eyes of let's say the international rowing world is on them too because we got to remember that outside of ireland these two are held in such high regard a couple of months ago on our Star Sport podcast, um, I had Martin Cross. He's a, a very well-known BBC Rowan commentator, and he he won gold medals with Great Britain back in the early seventies. And and he he was even saying to me, he goes, "How highly this crew is held in international terms." He was at he was at an, uh, the World Cup two in Lucerne in May, and he was walking past the South Africans who were just having a podcast after the regatta, and he just stopped for a second to hear what they were talking about. And one for last, the other, like, who are you most excited to see here? And remember now, this is a World Cup regatta with rowers all over the world. And the South African rowers said, oh, the Irish double of Paul and Finton, I just wanted to see them. So that's that's the how highly, the, the, how highly they're held. So with all of that, they went into the Olympics, like I said, odds on, expectation on them, yet they won their heat. They won their semi-final in a world-best time. And then they produced the goods again in an Olympic final. And I think that's what's most impressive because if you look at some of the other Irish rowing boats that were tipped to, to do well over, Sunita didn't get through to the, to the A final, which was disappointing for her. Philip Dine and Ronan Byrne had a disappointing Olympics as well. And they were a crew that won a silver at the World Championships back in 2019. And there was high hopes that they might, that they mm. might medal. But Paul and Finton, they didn't crack. They didn't crack at all. They didn't even flinch. They were so ice cool over, which which is incredible. So that mentality that they have to not let the pressure get them. Um, and it's, it was a lot of pressure, a lot of expectation, because everyone was talking about them. Everyone, not, not alone us here, but all around yeah. Ireland, the world. But didn't bother them. No, they just went all the way. It just kept ahead. Just perfection, really. And when you see the delight in the Germans to get a silver medal behind an Irish crew. I mean, I know there's nothing better than a gold medal, and I keep thinking of things that made me feel better as well. It's a silly thing in a way, but I thought that was an extra bit of a kind of a burst of pride when I saw that German, you know, one of the two Germans really, just in ecstatic to finish behind uh, Paul and Finton. Because we know how good Paul and Finton are. Like, their last four international regattas, they've won the Heat, 
semi-final and final of everyone. Like they're unbeatable, they're untouchable. And I'd say over the last couple of regattas, the other crews are they're lining up and they're saying, Jesus Christ, what do we have to do to beat these Irish guys? Because they're they're untouchable. And we saw it again in Tokyo. They are untouchable. Like they're they're the best in the world for a reason. And they're the best in the world too, because they deliver time after time, race after race. And I think as well as obviously the talent that they have and, and, and the technical ability. And they've obviously put huge commitment training. They put their lives on hold for to win a gold medal like this. But it's just how mentally strong these two men are. I, I, th- I think it's phenomenal. Is there any chance we're already like a, this is it's hubris in a way, but there's a there's a feeling almost of already looking ahead to Paris. The fact that it's three years, the fact that Paul is, is young enough, Vinted certainly is, you know, and that these guys aren't like I mean, there's plenty of competition as well from both their brothers, funnily enough. Like yeah. a, and they're all from the same town. It's like it's really hard to to comprehend, especially if you're not from Ireland and you don't know, say, how small a place Skibbereen is. It's really hard to comprehend the 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 madness that is this entire situation, isn't it? Even you just asking that question there, right? I'm after getting goosebumps, right? And I'll, I'll tell you why. Um obviously you've Gary and Paul O'Donovan, they won that Olympic silver. Gary didn't get in the boat this time. You Finton and Jake McCarthy, who are twins as well. Jake was injured last year, so he wasn't in. He didn't have a chance of getting in this boat. But you have those two sets of brothers from the one parish of Affadone, which is just outside Skibbereen. These two world-class sets of brothers battling for two seats in the one boat. At this Olympics, it was Paul and Finton that won the seats. But I'm just after coming from um, Finton McCarthy's house. I was chatting to his mom, dad, Jake, and the sister, Caitlin. And Jake was telling me, Watching Finton last night has lit a fire in him. He wants to get in that boat. And I was around Skibreen earlier today, talking to a couple of different people. And uh, the word in the street is Gary is hell bent on getting back in that boat. So look at this for a second. We have the fastest boat in the world right now. Okay, Paul and Finton are the fastest boat in the world. Now you have Jake, who's going to burst the goat to get into that boat. You have Gary, an Olympic silver medalist, a former world champion, who's bursting the goat to get into that boat. That's going to make that boat even better. That's going to make that boat mm. faster. Like, how exciting is that going to the Paris Olympics in, in 2024? And we got to remember, too, the Paris Olympics is likely to be the swan song for lightweight rowing. Um, it's going to be the last Olympics that we have lightweight rowing. So everyone will want to get in that boat to get to Paris because they'll want to win gold again. They'll want to go in the high. So um, I know Paris, I know this is Tokyo talk, but Paris in, in a couple of years' time, I think, is going to be absolutely magic. Yeah, yeah, and we already can't wait. But before we do, I, I don't love we talking about Joe Canning all day yesterday, and I was like, I was adamant. It's like I don't like greatest of all time talk, but Pantheon talk for me is okay. You know what I mean? But like we have to start talking about Paula Donovan now, and as you said, margins are fine, and all four guys probably don't have too much between them, and what the rest of them have achieved is amazing. So, but we do have to start talking about Paula Donovan in a real, real sense as one of Ireland's greatest ever sports people. You know, considering across two Olympics to do what we talked about earlier in terms of the dominance this time and, 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 and standing up to that expectation, but to do everything they've done in between the Olympics as well, the world titles, the European titles, the world's fastest times. I don't know if Ireland have ever had, and I know I'm only talking about one person here and it's unfair, but it's because it's been with two different partners. But if we've ever had somebody who's been at the very, very, very top of a truly international sport, like rowing for so long, again, you're pro- like you're at you're thrown in Katie. You maybe you're thrown in Sonia. There's a few others, but he's up there in the top four or five, isn't he? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like I know I'm slightly biased. I wrote the book in the club, and I, I know I know Paul well. But that man is is a phenom. He's only twenty seven years of age. 
he's won Olympic medals now in successive games. And I was reading somewhere, I think he's the first Irish um, sports person in 89 years to achieve that feat. Um, he he broke the glass ceiling with that silver in 2016. Now he's won Ireland's first ever Olympic row in gold. you got to remember too that he's won four world golds as well between 2016 and 2019. He's two European goals as well. He's won gold medals at world level in the double and in the single. Um, he's won world gold medals with Gary, with Finton. Uh, you just put Paul into a boat and you're guaranteeing, you're guaranteeing success. The man is that good. I mean, like He is the greatest Irish rower we've ever had. Um, he's so highly regarded in world rowing. He is the greatest lightweight rower in the world right now. Um, pound for pound, is he the greatest rower in the world right now? Yeah, I think that, that's a discussion that people will have. Mm. And he's only 27 years of age. And if we look back to last year, 2020, Paul didn't row. Um, he was concentrated on his studies. He kind of stepped back. He was still training, but he wasn't going to international regattas. So could you imagine if he was out every year at every regatta, what that man would win? He's just, um, he's an incredible sportsman. And he's one of the most intriguing um, sports figures in Ireland right now. I don't know if you've ever spoken to him, um, but he's just so fascinating. Mm. Um, he, he, he's, a, he's a born winner. And that's why I was so happy and so relieved that they won goal this morning. Because I think back to to Rio in, in 2016, like we all went balls mad after the two boys won the Olympic silver. It had never happened before. But I remember talking to a couple of the Irish athletes who were in the Olympic Village in Rio after Gary and Paul got in there and they gave him a huge reception. And Gary and Paul sat down in the dining hall with their medals and they, ordered, and they got their food. And they, some athletes noticed that the two boys were a small bit quiet. And they're like, Jesus, lad, you've just won Ireland's first ever um, Olympic rowing medal. And Paul kind of, he sighed and he said, yeah, but it's, it's not gold, you know? And that's, and that was just hours after creating history back then. So that shows you the mindset of this man, kind of the kind of high targets he sets, but not, not only can he set those high targets, but he meets them then, which makes it all the more impressive. Yeah. And I hope he enjoys it. I don't know. I got, I get the impression a little bit that he probably doesn't get too high or too low and that's fine. That's the way he needs to be. But I really hope he's enjoying uh, today or I suppose they're hopefully, hopefully they're having a little bit of a party tonight anyway and that uh, most of the rowers can enjoy. Um, uh, Kieran, before I let you go, I just wanted to say that um, people should absolutely pick up your book on the Skibbery and Row Club, Something in the Water. But also, if you're even if you're not from West Cork, I think it might be a good week to uh, to pick up the Southern Star this week. The, some of the stuff you did before the Olympics and the supplements and stuff like that was fantastic. And um, people will have seen it shared around Twitter. But I'd imagine next week might be uh, might be a week to pick up the paper. I think so, yeah. We, we'll go pretty big in this, like we have, as well as, obviously, Paul and Finton, Emily Hegarty. Yeah. Um, she's from the same parish as well. And, like, talk about the parish. That Affidown parish has Emily Hegarty. It's Finton McCarthy, Paul O'Donovan, Dominic Casey, Aoife Casey, who finished um, eighth in, overall in the women's lightweight double. Yeah. They all came from the, this one parish. So, obviously, we're so, so proud of what they've achieved. So, uh, every Southern Star at the moment is a keepsake. It's a, it's a, it's a souvenirs collection. And even, even our website right now, southernstar.ie, it's just story after story. Like I said, we're just after coming from from the McCarthy's household and they're in great form. And that's a well worth checking out because myself and Jake diverge off into Love Island talk. Like, where, where, else, where else would you get it in West Cork? Like, they're, his twin brother just after winning an, an Olympic gold medal, and Jake wants to talk about Love Island. So um, that's, it, it, it's all happening in, in West Cork right now. Like I said, we're so, so proud of everyone. And here on the Southern Star, we're just covering it as, as well as we can. 
Yeah, well, we're so we're also proud around the country, really. So I can only imagine what it's like in West Cork, in Skibbereen, uh, in the offices of the Southern Star. Well done for everything, and of course, well done to uh, Paul Donovan and Fintan McCarthy, gold medalist, and of course to the all the rowers, really, because some of the some of the performances, obviously, we got the bronze medal, but some of the you know top eights, top sixes, uh, or you know top eights, top tens, I think. Um, so well done all round, and uh, again, thanks a million for joining us, Kieran, on a, a very special special. Uh, for our Olympic show. Thanks for having me. Thanks a bit. And um, don't forget as well, uh, we will have more hopefully throughout the Olympics. We'll pop on from time to time. Uh, later on today as well, we'll have a show looking ahead to the line second test with Stephen Ferris. So join us for that, for that and lots more as well. So always just stay tuned to Balls of the Lots of uh, Paula Donovan and Fintan McCarthy content up there right now.